Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Cover high. Let's start with the uh, Raiders win over the Patriots in Vegas. And the thing I want to ask you is, uh, you know, Garoppolo uh, went down in this game, right? They don't think it's bad. But the thing that I'm watching is how bad the Patriots are. It's just week after week after week. It just keeps getting worse, right? And the, the Raiders won and they covered. So people keep saying to me, I hear all the time, the Raiders are awful as they've won back-to-back games. Uh, Somehow they're finding a way, and that's really all that matters. Uh, That is all that matters, especially the last two at home, Monday night against Green Bay, and then again right here. Uh, Let's go to Belichick immediately, Scotty, because honestly, he's the story, right? I mean, this team sucks. It's getting worse every single week. What does Bill got to say? Yeah. All right. Well, you know, obviously we just couldn't couldn't quite make enough plays here tonight. Um, you know, had our opportunities and just you know need to do a better job here and you know really just about every area. Just any one of a number of things could have made a difference, and we just need to you know be able to coach it better, play it better, execute a little bit better, and um, that was really the story of the game. Listen, it's getting to the point where this is uh, the same clip every week. Uh, They might as well just run the video of him talking right then and there every week because that's all he ever says anymore because it's the beginning of the end of Bill Belichick in the NFL. No one wants to talk about it. Everyone said uh, he won't retire. Well, then you got to fire him, okay? If he's not going to walk away, Uh, and he's not seeing the writing on the wall himself. Like sometimes you have to know when it's over, whether it's as an athlete, as a coach, as a a broadcaster, or even in everyday life, a marriage, uh, anything, a job, you know, your friendships at some point, you know, your relationships, you're, you're like, this is it right here. This is the line in the sand. I think this guy is showing signs to me of it's gotten to the point where he's like, you know, we all just have to do better. We have to coach better, play better, do this better, do that better. Uh, Just another bad, it's just getting so stale. It's over. He has done it all. He's accomplished everything. He's hall of fame, Canton. He's got all the rings and then Tom Brady left and it all went to hell. And that's just all there is to it. He is not, turning this around. He is not winning. And they can't win with this kid. I, You know, we, we've already hit a wall with him, too. Matt Jones is now terrible. And it's unbelievable what's happening to them. But after 20 years of winning every single uh, week and winning all those championships, I don't think anyone's feeling sorry for him. That's just all there is to it. We welcome our radio affiliates uh, Sirius XM channel 159 and Sports Byline and their radio affiliates out of San Francisco. Deepak holding it down for us. Um, so the Pats signed Malik Cunningham off the practice squad, and he was Jones' backup, and he's not the answer either. I think they, frankly, <laughs> need to tank and be in that top three 
at the very least, one, two, or three. I know to, what the Bears have, but the reality is this. The Pats, even if they have to do a deal, they have to get a real new franchise draft pick quarterback. That's just all there is to it. Mac's not working. Everyone knows that it's a failure. And, you know, they said, oh, well, they did a horrible job with the coaching and the offensive coordinator, the play calling last year. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring in Bill O'Brien, who's now become like a retread coach, right? Like everyone thought he was a genius too. Is anyone saying that anymore about the guy? No. Uh, look at their offense. What Genius said, what? Losing? He's got that uh, market cornered. So anyway, I think they're a disaster, and the writing's on the wall for me. I think it's the beginning and the end of Bill Belichick, and I just absolutely admire what he's done and accomplished. One of the greatest coaches the NFL has ever seen. I remember him back in the day with Lawrence Taylor, right? Like, this guy has made his bones, right, from the beginning, coaching up the ladder all the way to the top and has reached the greatest heights in the NFL. But now... It's just getting embarrassing. It really is. No one wants to talk about it, but that's what it is. It's getting embarrassing. Watching him in that press conference every week talking about how they fail left and right is getting stale and embarrassing. The Rams beat the Cardinals 26 to 9. We got a Cooper Cup TD on Fox. Still getting after it. Third down and eight. I'll tell you what, this team, uh, they covered that seven easily. Cup, having Cup with the kids that they were throwing it to before when Stafford was slinging it and, you know, you got all these no-names out there making plays. Now you got Cup back to the mix. Donald making stops on defense. I thought they looked really good yesterday. So did the Lions. They easily beat the Bucs 20-6. to Here's Amon Ross St. Brown with a TD on Fox. Third and long. Under pressure, Goff was protected. St. Brown has it. Needs to get to the 14-yard line, and he will. Craig Reynolds through the big block, and St. Brown works all the way downfield for the touchdown. Mike, what do you think of this team? They just keep winning and covering. They just keep winning and covering, Scott. And really, uh, I think that they're right there. I know that we were kind of talking last week, would they be able to beat both the Niners and the Eagles on the road to maybe get to a Super Bowl. But let's be fair here. Maybe they might not need to do that. Maybe one of those teams might have to go to Detroit. Maybe that's how it's going to go down, down the stretch. Listen, I said earlier uh, to Marenzi or whatever, I said, I think that they can win in Philly. We've already seen them go to Arrowhead and win against the Chiefs on opening night. I, I think there's nothing that they can't achieve, and I think they believe that. I think they have the confidence to think that they can swagger into anywhere and win. Let's listen to their coach, uh, Dan Campbell, talking about their wicked defense. Listen, I can't say enough about uh, our defensive performance today, and really, you know, really for, for five games this year, to be honest with you. I mean, um, you know, Aaron Glenn's done a hell of a job with that staff, and our players have bought in. Uh, they've been bought in, but they, they aren't, man. Um, we're just playing as one unit right now, and, and we're doing what we need to do. You know, we come up with a takeaway. Bigs, Bugs got that big, uh, you know, we got a tip ball we talked about with this quarterback, and, um, and then Will Harris gets the turnover, and that leads to points. That kind of starts it off for us. So uh, that was critical. And uh, I thought Jared Goff had an outstanding day. I thought he really helped us win this game um, on offense. That's a damn good defense that we faced, and we knew that coming in here, and uh, they made it hard on us. Um, but we came away with 20, and, and for your defense to only give up six points uh, is saying a lot. It was impressive, and I, I hit that uh, bet laying three, and uh, I think they're a dangerous football team, Mike. Uh, they're a dangerous football team. I'm excited to see them going forward. I think they're going to win that division, and who knows? Maybe the Niners and Eagles lose a few more games, Scotty. Maybe everybody goes through Detroit in the NFL. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Mike baseball they're gonna get going here in about I don't know 25 minutes all I know is uh, it's like Marenzi said Texas has not lost a game in the playoffs they are on a croissant a roll a wheat thin a wafer they have it all going and they got Uvalde going uh, today Uh, are they gonna do it again and beat Valdez and the Astros at Minute Maid uh, it kind of feels that way, doesn't it, Scotty? They never lose. It's every single night the Rangers win. Hey, do you think that uh, Jordan Montgomery isn't a good playoff pitcher anymore? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Remember the Yankees got rid of him because they didn't yeah. think that he would be good enough in the playoffs and he'd be our yeah. fourth starter and he wouldn't start? How do he look last night against a team that the Yankees never beat? How do you look against them? Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Two to nothing. Rangers beat the Astros and take game number one. Leody Tavares, Scotty. The solo home run to make it 2-0 on Fox. Oh, the one-two pitch. Is it hard? Deep right field, and Leone Tavares takes Verlander deep. That time of year where names are made, and how about Leone Tavares out of the ninth spot, hitting a home run against Justin Verlander. Yeah, I was uh, on it on uh, with Joe Ranieri and with uh, Marinci that it was like a buck twenty-two or something. I'm like, they just keep winning, and this guy, the lefty Montgomery's been lights out in the playoffs. In every round, he's just keeps getting better. Like every step, he's gotten uh, harder to deal with, and now today uh, they go at it again. I got to tell you though, I mean, with that. And it's hard to bet against them. I get it. I bet on him every day, just like Renzi. But I think today Valdez shuts the door. I think that, and I am afraid of Uvalde. But the thing is, I mean, with the DNA of this championship team, they know. They lose this game. And they go to Arlington down two. They got a problem, a real problem on their hands. Because there's, you know, only so many games left, and you have to win every one of them. And it's just, I don't think it's feasible. They got to win today. That's just all there is to it. And that price at a buck and a quarter, I was like, it smells to me like they're going to get it done today and finally win a game that matters. I mean, this is huge for them. It is huge for them. Uh, I have some updated numbers for you for that momentarily. Uh, First, let me finish last night by giving you Bruce Bochy. Hey, I mean, not every team needs an analytical nerd to manage, right, Scotty? I mean, you got old school baseball guys here. Bruce Bochy, Dusty Baker. Uh, Here's Bochy, proud of his team. Uh, Both sides, uh, great pitching. Uh, We just found a way to get a couple of runs across the board. and uh, That's a difference in the game, obviously. But, uh, um, you know, our guy was really good, Monty. uh, uh, Terrific job he did. Um, He got in a couple of jams there and found a way to get out of it. So I thought it would be a low-scoring game. Guys played well. Our defense uh, was outstanding tonight. The kid Carter, I mean, what a game he had out there. And Marcus uh, at the end there, great play on that that, uh, ball coming in. So, you know, we played well. 
Mm. Listen, it is truly amazing when you think of this guy's career, what he did in San Francisco. And then he was out of the game for a couple of years. And then he goes to Texas. And the first year he's there, he's got him on the cusp of winning the pennant. Bruce Bochy's a freak. He really is. It's amazing. Uh, here's the updated numbers I've got for you for tonight. You mentioned a buck and a quarter. Down to minus 120 at this second. Rangers even money. Eight and a half is the total. I'm with you. I think that Valdez uh, gets it done here this afternoon, and the Astros are going to go back. Tied 1-1. And the Rangers also announced, Scotty, that Max Scherzer is going to start game three in Arlington. And right. of course been a while since Scherzer has pitched. He has not pitched at all in the postseason. Scherzer will get the ball game three when they go back. And I have no faith in Max Scherzer, the way he pitches once every month or two, and then steps on the hill like he's God. That's how they treat him. Like he's, you know, the $43 million man, and he's going to, oh, he's, he's good to go? Finally? All right, put him out there. I think the Astros tee off on him because – you and I have seen it many times where he's gotten lit, and I've seen him be really good. I think when he's really good, it's when he's healthy and he's every five days out there working six, six and two-thirds and getting out of the game unscathed without injury. When he's injured and he's out for three weeks, four weeks, are you going to plop him in there? Good luck. I'm, I'm on Houston today. I'm on Houston in game three. Yeah, we can look at game three right now, right? We already know uh, with Scherzer out there, no matter what happens this afternoon, we're going to go after him. Uh, no doubt about that. He gives, right, up we have that. he gives up runs, and he's coming off not pitching in how long? Uh, and I think that that's going to take a matter into it as well. All right, we have game one in the NL tonight, the nightcap, just after 8 o'clock East in Philadelphia, where they'll be going nuts at the bank because that's what they do for the Phillies. Here is Rob Thompson, of course. Different kind of role for the Phillies here, Scotty. They're well, actually home. Better uh, home frame home of mind when we're, when we're at home because we know that uh, we've got the support of 48,000 raucous people. So um, so it's good. And, and plus, you don't have to travel. You don't have to worry about staying in a hotel, moving families, things like that. So it's it's. I think we're in a better state of mind starting at home. Listen, uh, it's the rowdiest baseball crowd I've ever seen. I have seen, uh, I'll, I'll take that back. I've seen Yankee Stadium that way in October uh, in, in the World Series. Uh, I've seen it when Jeter hit, hit home runs to win games and the place is going absolutely ballistic. I've seen it before. But right now, right now, that's the best baseball crowd in baseball. It's in Philadelphia. It's not in New York. It's not in Boston. It's not in Arlington. It's not in Arizona. It isn't. It's in Philly. That bank rocks. It's lit. They're jacked. But you got to get them jacked. And it's going to be harder to get them jacked against Zach Gallon of Milk. He could go out there and, and have them sitting on their hands. We'll see. I'm on the Phillies. Harper, his birthday, the whole deal. He's the clutchest player in the game right now. Every time he walks up to the plate, I think something big's going to happen. Don't you? Yes, I do. Uh, I'm going to be on Harper to Homer tonight as well for his birthday, Scotty. Before I give you the numbers, here is Zach Gallon of Milk getting the ball tonight. Diamondbacks have been bad for a while, Scotty. It's been a slow climb uphill. Gallon's been part of all of it. He's glad to be here now. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, this you know, getting the moments like this is uh, is why you suit up. Um, you know, and this is where you you envision yourself. You know, starting in February when spring training starts. Um, so it's it's been awesome, honestly. Um, we've been through some ups and downs for sure over the last five years. Um, you know, the guys have been here for for a while. So yeah, it's it's just been kind of gratifying to to see a turnaround. Um, kind of as fast as it did after 21 and, and 22 was was a little bit of a struggle there in the beginning so yeah just to kind of you know get out of the dark times I think um it's been awesome to be a part of he hasn't uh as I said sniffed a game of this level in his career nor has anyone on this team and I have to tell you uh I love gallon of milk and I think the Diamondbacks are a great story the problem I have is Zach Wheeler is so dominant at home. This guy, when he's pitching in Philly in front of those fans, 
I mean, the guy gives up nothing. So, like, you get a run, it's a miracle. You get two, you're really doing something. Uh, let's see if Arizona can deal with this crowd and this pitcher tonight. I think that's why that number was so high. I still think Philly wins. Minus 165 for the Phillies right now. Plus a buck 40 for the Diamondbacks. Flat seven, the total for Wheeler and Gallon tonight. I like the Phillies, Scotty. Yeah, I don't want any part of that total. But, you know, I think that the Phillies can hit anyone. I think they can hit Gallon. I think they can hit anyone. They can drive the ball. So I'm not messing with that seven. No thanks. I know this much. My my belief would be right here, right now, that Wheeler not giving up much. One or two runs. No. If it, they score more than that, I'll be like, well, I'll have to eat the hoagie. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. How about uh, BetMGM's 1500 bonus bet offer for new account users? It really is remarkable. Everybody's talking about it everywhere. Delis, restaurants, bars, libraries, at football games. You see it all the time. Uh, here's the deal. All you have to do as a new account user is, you know, download the app, the BetMGM app on iOS or Android in the Play Store or BetMGM.com. Sign up, open your account, put at least 10 bucks in there, start betting. Let's say you bet uh, 750 bucks on a game, right? And you lose the bet. You're like, oh, God, I'm already losing. And then when the wager's settled, they put 750 in your account with bonus bets immediately. You're going to be like, what? What just happened here? I just got all my money back. I lost the bet. What is this? 750, are you kidding? And then if you do a thousand, same thing, you lose the bet, boom, a thousand bonus bets. Up to 1,500 in bonus bets. You lose the bet, wait till it's settled, the wager's settled, boom, you'll get your bonus bets. You're going to love it. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Everybody's talking about it. The 1,500 first bet offer from BetMGM. Davis Lee Rod Maddock joins us on the Lion's Share every day from Fantasy Sports Today, Saturdays at 7 a.m. with Scoop Mish. And then every day on C2C, thank God for that. All right. In about 10 minutes, they're going to start playing baseball in H-Town at Minute Maid. And it really is a huge game. We had talked about it earlier on the show. Valdez has to win this game. They cannot go down 0-2 to this team and have them win seven straight playoff games. They're unbeaten in the postseason. You keep letting that snowball go down the mountain. It's going to eat some people up. It's going to absolutely eat some people. I mean, look, you go down 0-2, that's it. It's over. You're not going to win the requisite number of games going down 0-2. Got to be a win. The betting markets, you know, basically think that that is already, they're already pricing that in. If you uh, look at our friends over at BetMGM, if you look at the series prices, they have the Rangers as about minus 200, minus 220 favorites, depending on when you looked at that today. And I tend to think it's right because they already got over the hump, man. They beat 
Verlander, that was going to be the hardest matchup that they were going to have. Now, if the Astros are able to win this afternoon, the Astros are going to be able to do, you know, they're going to configure some things around. They're going to move starting pitchers. Maybe they have a guy go on three days rest. Maybe they do. Uh, they have a, a piggyback starter situation. But this is pretty much the definition of a must-win game. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the, uh, the Phillies really have the momentum in the NL. And it, to me, it feels like the Rangers really have the momentum in the AL. So, look, uh, I said earlier, I want to see your feeling about this. Either way. Now, I agree with you. They're in big trouble, mister, if they lose the game and they go to Globe down 0-2. But I said, I think they pounce on Scherzer. Inactive for a month and a half. He's going to come out and try to beat Max Scherzer, and I don't think he's got it in him. First of all, when he pitches every five days, he's good. I don't have a problem with that. When he, when he takes off a month at a time and pitches, every time he came back with the Mets after missing a month, he got lit up. I mean, they tagged him for three, four, five runs every time. It's when he's regular every five days that he's his best, when he goes six innings. Uh, I don't see it. I think they can pounce on him. It's tonight I'm worried about. It, it's this game right now that I'm worried about. I think you're right. I think uh, I, I actually, and I haven't heard anyone really put that angle out there that Scherzer has been bad in a lot of these starts coming back from injury, but it's totally true. Scherzer really struggles giving up home runs. It would make sense to me that if he has a pitch for a month, he's out of his routine, you know, not fully stretched out, whatever. It would totally make sense to me that that would be a spot to get to him. I just, I don't really love this spot for them against Eovaldi. And I've been, I've been in and out on Eovaldi so many times in his career. I loved him when he was down there on uh, Scoop Mishes, not even Miami Marlins, but Florida Marlins. That's how right. long ago it was. Then I was out on him when he was a Red Sox, and I've been pretty in on him this year for the Texas Rangers. I just, and I really am not a Framber guy. I mean, uh, Framber, I think, has been kind of towing the line of getting blown up all season long. So I just, I don't really love this spot for the Astros. Can you even believe what? the Rangers have done and what Bochy's doing right now. Can you even make this up? No, it makes, I, this was of all the things that are surprising to me. Um, I mean, probably I, I suppose that the Diamondbacks making the NLCS is a little bit more surprising, but I didn't really see this coming from the Rangers at all. And probably the more surprising thing is I thought if this was in the range of the outcomes for the Rangers, it would have all been offensive driven. You know, Seager would have had an MVP level season. Adelise Garcia hits 45 home runs. You know, Jonah Heim and Mitch Garver are, are the best, you know, hitting duo at catcher in baseball. And they've had a good offensive season, but it's really been the strength of the pitching. It's been crazy seasons from guys like Dane Dunning and Nate Eovaldi. And they were, you know, Ma uh, Martin Perez gave them 100 good innings before he turned into a pumpkin. Like, it's really been surprising. I mean, the Diamondbacks are going for uh, their own perfect run here tonight, but they're up against this monster Wheeler, and when he's on that hill in Philly, he is a dangerous commodity. He is. Um, I mean, I, I got to say this, though. I don't bet against Zach Gallen all that often, but... Doesn't it just feel like the vibes are all Philadelphia right now? Like the, yeah. you take the temperature in the air, you lick your finger, and you try and see which way the wind is going, and it is just all going Philadelphia's ways. They, it feels like Philadelphia is sort of, I guess, I guess it's the team that probably most people are rooting for of the four remaining teams. They've got Castellanos, who is just like this very lovable power hitting guy. Harper has been unreal. We have the Alec Bohm and Bryson Stott sort of uh, redemption narratives where they were so bad earlier in their career. I mean, Alec Bohm got sent back down. They're batting Alec Bohm ninth. He was this top, top prospect who was so bad for like two years and now is gone all the way around. Same deal for uh, same deal for Brandon Marsh where he was, you know, left for dead by the Los Angeles Angels and is now, you know, the, the starting left fielder for an NLCS team. I just, it feels like the momentum is all Phillies. Yeah, I mean, uh, they've been impressive. They did lose one game to the Braves, but then turned right around and finished them off. So you're betting on Wheeler tonight, and you're going to go Uvalde, or are you going to go with me on Houston today? 
I'm uh, I would I would side with Houston today just because I think it's it's better for the drama. It's kind of what I want to have happen. You know, like I just I think it's better if we get at least a, a six game series here. All right, so uh, let's talk about uh, Monday Night Football in la 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 Lipstick City. It's so high in Inglewood. It's the Chargers and Mr. Herbert against Dak and the boys from Dallas. Dallas laying one and a half. It stood the test of time, this number. It's been that way forever. Uh, what do you think of this game tonight? What are some of your plays? Man, I am, I am jacked up. For this game because these are two these are two teams whose fan bases think they're incredible but they are both deeply unserious teams you know neither of these teams i don't think is a serious threat to win the super bowl it's two teams that have marquee names superstars both sides of the ball and then they just end up getting beat by better coach teams all the time i'm starting by taking the cowboys here minus one and a half uh, they obviously got shellacked by the 49ers in the primetime game last week. I think the I think they are going to have some time to get back in the lab. I think McCarthy and Brian Schottenheimer are going to have a chance to look at this offense. And also, let's just remember the Chargers' defense. I mean, they 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 have all these guys, defensive player of the year, Cam. They spent all this money. This defense stinks out loud, buddy. It is a terrible defense. So I'm I'm on the Cowboys side here. So, and you're not buying into any of this Kellen Moore getting revenge on the Cowboys with a big uh, game plan for Herbert? I mean, I love it. I, I I thought the Cowboys were really stupid to move on from Kellen Moore, and so I, I wouldn't even be mad to lose this bet if it means that Kellen hangs a 50 spot on his old team. But <laughs> I, think he, I, think, I think Kellen Moore just loves to run the ball too much, honestly, for them to really get to that spot. So you're going to uh, go with a cowboy, uh, Mr. Pollard. What do you think he's going to do tonight? Yeah, he's been like one of the most unlucky guys in the NFL in terms of turning his red zone touches into touchdowns. The Cowboys have ran 86 plays in the red zone. That's more than any other team in football, even including all the teams that just played an extra game versus them. You know, all the teams that played on Sunday. And Pollard has gotten, I think, 30 of those touches inside the red zone. And just as not, he's, I think he scored twice. So this is just like, I, I think he should kind of be priced like uh, like McCaffrey or one of those guys, like minus 200, minus 210 on any given week. So we're, we're biting off a little bit of value here. And what about uh, Quentin Johnston? I love that kid when he was at TCU and now he's got a role because of injuries. Uh, he's the man now. He is the man now. I, I bet all. Props with our friends over at BetMGM. Anytime touchdown, first touchdown, last touchdown. Because I just think he, I think he, I think this is the Quentin Johnston, um, you know, uh, coming out party basically. But the best number over three and a half receptions plus one thirty at BetMGM. I mean, he, you might, you might, he, you get a good drive. He might, he might smash this one in the first quarter, Scotty. So get him four catches and your gravy. Who do you think's better under center? Uh, do you like Herbert better or Dak Prescott? Herbert is definitely the better thrower, right? I mean, the dude can make every throw in the book, but I feel like sometimes he literally his brain just like goes to zero. Like I just it's some of the some of the decisions that he makes. I'll, I'll give the edge to Herbert, but I am not a Dak hater the way many people are are Dak haters. So enjoy the uh, two baseball panic games and the Monday nighter. And we'll see you again tomorrow on coast to coast. My man, Davis Lee Rothmatic. Thanks brother. Beautiful. Thanks for having me. Good luck tonight, everybody. Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 seven. As our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, Mike, they had a really good season, and then uh, the offseason started, and now uh, they don't have a GM, the Marlins. That is correct. You would think, Scotty, that for a team that rarely makes the playoffs, after making the playoffs, the person who you know helped build the team and get you there, you would think you know, you'd want to stay with that, have a little consistency, keep moving forward. Well, not the Marlins. Uh, they can't do things like that. Uh, General Manager Kim Ng, who... Uh, I guess obviously was gonna wanted to come back and then owner the owner Sherman said, Well, I'm gonna have a president of baseball operations, you know, kind of go above you and, and run things, and she wasn't having any of that. So they uh she declined her mutual option for 2024. She's out now in Miami, and I've already seen this afternoon, Scotty, that maybe the Red Sox uh would be interested in making her the general manager up there. Uh, to go and run that team. And I think she's done a good job in Miami so far, and that might not be a bad move. I think that would be great for her, and she did a great job in Miami, and the people that run that team apparently are stupid. Like, uh, why do you mess with something that's working and that did so well? They never do anything. No one goes to their games. People think they're a laughing stock, and then they make the playoffs and play their ass off all year. And he, you know, he wants a new uh, ops guy to be above her. I, I think it's an insult to her, and so did she. And let's see how fast she gets a job with power somewhere else. But I'll say this: most teams have those types of bosses in their front office. She was running it rogue by herself. Now, let me just pitch this to you and see if you like it. Now, she has history with the Yankees organization. I know. I know. It's she where has she history with Brian Cashman. She has history there. What about moving Brian up to something, you know, where he's really not making the day-to-day -day baseball decisions anymore and making her the new general manager of the Yankees? How about doing that? How about that something different without – completely ripping the house down. How about we try that? Well, how about the <laughs> Rangers are already beating the Astros Ooh. one to nothing in the first and have runners on second and third with nobody out. And I agree uh, with that idea. I would love to see her be the GM of the Yankees and they could bump him into some power role of, you know, like I've always wondered what really Levine was doing in their front yeah. of, you know, he, he said that he was going to make changes Last week, Hal said he's making changes. I don't know what they are yet, but we're going to make them. Well, here's one for you. Give her that gig and have some stones and pull the trigger. They already know how smart she is. I know you saw one of those changes. They're going to put a new uh, sleep room in uh, in the clubhouse. They're going to give the guys a new uh, place they can nap uh, there at Yankee Stadium in the clubhouse. So that's one of the changes, Scott. That's what he meant. Those are the changes. Uh, that Hal's going to make. New sleep room. Uh, Yankees president Randy Levine criticizes the Rays and the Marlins, others for revenue sharing dependency. Shut up. How about that? No, I got one for three Randy, nothing. Shut three up. Nothing. Three nothing, Rangers. Uh, I mean, out. it's new. The bases are loaded now. Uh, or, no, they got runners on the corners, two nothing, nobody out. So, uh, what? you know, here's the deal. He gives up one more hit. You yank him, you, you go down three in the first inning, it, it's lights out. You're going to lose the game. Um, he's been their best pitcher. I mean, outside of Verlander, when he, when he, I mean, he has been so good for them this year. I, I don't know. I, I think he's maybe one more run and you might have to, no, I one more tell you, hit, you might have to clean him. They got a look on their face. Like I just saw a Brayu at first. He, he got a look on his face. Like not again. Like yeah. they look like they're getting beat. It's the first inning, and they all look like someone just stole their car. If there's one team, though, that I will never 
count out of anything, it's that one. And that means even if they lose this game, I will not count them out of anything. Because like we mentioned, Scherzer's pitching game three, and that could easily get, they could beat him and get it to 2-1 and crawl their way back into this series. So I would not be completely, say the Astros are finished if they lost here today at home, uh, as crazy as that sounds. Because we see him do it all the time. All the time, the Houston Astros going to get it done. All right, so we'll see if they can add on here, Scotty, and keep it going. Uh, you and Davis were just talking about there is Monday night football tonight in Los Angeles at SoFi. The Chargers and the Cowboys, of course, the Cowboys will be heavily represented in that crowd. Uh, probably 75 or 80% Cowboy fans. They train in Oxnard, as we know, during the offseason. We'll start with Dak Prescott, Scotty, because they're coming off an embarrassing loss to the Niners last week. Dak says, we got to put that behind us and get right back to it. I guess you can say, yeah, early in the week in the sense of you're pissed, right? Uh, you went out there and we went out there, put a performance like there, out there like that myself, uh, something you're not proud of, something that uh, – as, as I said before, that you didn't see coming. Didn't see coming at all with just the way that we prepared, um, our confidence level. Uh, so the last thing that we can do is allow that to really linger into the week. So, I mean, yeah, especially having the extra day. I mean, I guess we had the extra day to, to put it behind us, uh, watch the film, whether that been Wednesday, and then come in and, and, and close the book on that and, and move forward to the Chargers, which are a really good team. And you don't have time in this league to have a hangover. And um, even after a game like that, that's disappointing as it is, it's one game, thankfully. It's one game, and uh, we've got to move forward, and we've got to we get a chance to go out here Monday night and and uh, put a put a something else on tape and, and move forward as we get into the, uh, go into this bye week and uh, get ready to build something off of that. On tape. He just uh, gets interviewed a lot. Is really what this boils down to. He's always talking about something or another, losing, uh, mostly losing. And then, uh, you know, bragging another hit. More runs are coming in. They got to yank him. You can't get anybody out. I mean, yeah, you got to take him out. uh, How many are you going to let him have? Four, five, maybe six, seven. Got to take him out. Uh Oh, Dusty's got his back. You know, I don't like. I have a short leash, bro. You've got, you you know, the first five guys up, Ray hits out. You're done. This is a, a see ya. I mean, he's getting lit up. Uh, Now, look, my point is Dak is just talking. He's got all the, he can just ramble on and on about how they're going to get ready. And we got an extra day and blah. Oh, it's a really good day. Got to get some more game film. This guy is so full of shack. It's just spewing (laughs) out of his mouth. They're going to lose to the Chargers, just like they lose to everybody else. I think they're going to as well. The Chargers have had a long time off, Scotty. They were on a bye last week, and they've gotten healthy. They're going to have Joey Bosa out there tonight. They're also going to have Austin Eckler back out there tonight. He has not played since week one. Eckler is excited to get back out there. You know, it's a primetime game, so, you know, it's, we got the we got the world watching us, and it's an opportunity for, for myself to make my debut coming back from from uh, week one. So I just want to make sure, you know, like always, you know, I'm, I'm keying on my goal or on my on my keys and making sure I make an impact. And so it's, it's going to be fun, um, just like all of our games are, but, you know, especially when it's Monday night. So uh, there you go, Austin Eckler, who plays once every three weeks. Uh, really excited about watching him tonight. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm losing my temper watching this guy pitch. Uh, yeah, that definitely is not a strike three. That ball hit the ground. It was a foul ball. It hit the ground. They are calling it an out, and uh, they have to be reviewing it. It's a terrible call, as usual. Uh, but yeah, they, they sent this guy to the dugout. You got to be kidding me. That ball was fouled off the ground, and then they showed it in super slow-mo, and everyone in the world saw that it was a foul ball, and they called it a strike three. Unbelievable. I get I don't know who's worse, the NFL or the uh, Major League Umps. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't even keep track of it. Uh, I just feel like this guy's about to get a three-run homer hit on him, and it'll be 6 nothing, and he, he's got one out, and that out shouldn't have counted. I'm like watching the game right now. I'm losing my temper. It doesn't take me long, Carver High. It doesn't take you long, and you forgot the NBA refs. Uh, you can never leave them oh. out. Uh, oh, yeah. God. We haven't even started with them yet. These no, the NHL refs, I'm cool with. I'm cool with them. Yeah, you know, it's it's they have another hit as well. Another run. I oh, mean, no. honest to Christ, I like I like it's four to nothing, and the bases are loaded. And I I have never 
in my life seen anything like it that they're going to let this guy just absolutely give this game away in the first inning and let him keep pitching. And meanwhile, you got to see him to believe it. Valdez is out there. He's gushing sweat like Fred Flintstone. I mean, literally, he's gushing. It's it's spraying out of his forehead the stress and the nerves. He's absolutely shot, and they're going to leave him in for more. They're going to leave him in for more. It's four to nothing. And no, he, they're going to send nine, 10, 11 guys to the plate in the first inning. And Dusty Beck, I'm going to have a stroke. I'm going to have a stroke. I have seen it all. I can't take it anymore. I would have yanked this guy when it was two nothing. Christ, that was you have a bunch of pitchers and bullpen? Anybody? Can anybody get an out? That was Nathaniel Lowe, uh, who singled to left to make it four uh, nothing. So they had, they scored the first uh, run on an error by uh, Valdez, uh, and then Garcia, Garver, uh, and Lowe all with uh, RBI singles. Uh, get four the nothing locked. Rangers, and they get may the ma- not be done. Okay, quickly, props for tonight. Here's the uh, couple of most bet props so far. Actually, first, let me give you the game. I apologize, Scotty. I'll give you the game first, guys. My bad. We'll go back and give you the game. Uh, So here we go. Right now, tonight, the Cowboys and the Chargers in Los Angeles. There it is for you, Scotty. Uh, We've got Right now at two, flat two, uh, with the total one and a half actually now just up yeah, to the second. Minus one and, one and a half Cowboys and 50 and a half for the total. Yeah, I'll take the Chargers and uh, one and a half. It's been at one and a half for days, so it hasn't budged. Uh, and I'll roll the dice with them. I agree with uh, the earlier assessments that the Chargers defense Sucks. I don't think Mac and Bosa suck, but I think Bosa at 70% with a bad toe is not uh, the Bosa 100% that's a savage, right? So, uh, oh, God, he got an out. He struck someone out. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, he got an out. It's 4 nothing. The game's already over. The game is yeah. over. It's 4 nothing. When you're down 4-zip, you're grabbing a bat like, you know, you want to kill somebody. It's so tight you're squeezing. Like in NHL, they squeeze them sticks so tight you can't do anything. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Chargers. I'm on the Chargers as well. I think they'll win. I think Gabe brought up something good before. I think that uh, Kellen Moore knows a lot about the Cowboys, and he's going to use that to his advantage tonight. Uh, here we go. The most bad props. Tony Pollard, over 66 and a half rushing yards. Only 99% of the bets are on the over uh, for that tonight, Scotty. Only 99% of the bets are on Pollard. Oh, I think it's because the Chargers can't stop a runny nose. Uh, that's probably why. Uh, and on the touchdown side, Keenan Allen uh, is getting uh, all the action for Keenan Allen. Also, uh, the most bet player to score in any time, which is at even money right now. He also is on my big board, Scotty. That's right. The Carver High Tutties oh. for tonight includes Keenan Allen. It also what? includes CeeDee Lamb. What? Quinton Johnson, who both of us like at plus 230, uh, uh, the rookie from TCU, and Jake Ferguson, who uh, the tight end uh, for the Cowboys. <laughs> we'll get him in the mix tonight at 2-1. to one. I really didn't like anybody from the big bomb nature, you know, those four or five to one, right? We didn't really get. Uh, By the way, I hit that guy Hardy last night, uh, Bill's first touchdown, 35-1. to one. Yeah, four straight first touchdowns in prime time. Uh, first touchdown scores. Who needs the and, golden chalice and the green jacket when yeah, you can bust you don't up that. 35 to 1 yeah. piece? Yeah, and now uh, I wish I had uh, only more than $10 on it. Uh, I wish that. I wish we had more than 10 bucks on it. So. But it's still a good hit. Uh, so there you go. Chargers and the Cowboys tonight in Los Angeles. It's 24 to nothing, Texas over the Astros. <laughs> sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 investments like acquiring america's largest biogas producer archaea energy and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time for another exciting edition of Today in Carver High History. It certainly is. Why don't we start in 1962 today? Yankees win their 20th World Series. They beat the Giants in 7-68. American track athletes Tommy Smith and John Carlos famously give the Black Power salute on the 200-meter medal podium during the Mexico City Olympics to protest racism and injustice against African-Americans. 69, Cleon Jones of the Mets is awarded the first after shoe polish on the ball, award first after after the shoe polish on the ball, uh, the Miracle Mets would go on to win five three to beat the Orioles in five to win the World Series. They were a hundred to one, long shot uh, to win the World Series in 1969. That's a lot. 1976, Lanny McDonald scores a hat trick in two minutes and 54 seconds. That's pretty good too. 83. <laughs> U.S. beats the European team 14-and-a-half to 13-and-a-half. That was in the Ryder Cup. 85, Blues beat the Blue Jays. Royals beat the Blue Jays in seven games. Cardinals beat the Dodgers in six to set up that World Series matchup. 1987, Mike Tyson beats Tyrell Biggs by TKO in the seventh round to retain the unified heavyweight championship of the world. Oh, that that was a tremendous left hand. This is it. He is gone right now. He has no legs at all. He's out. And 10 seconds to go in a round. There's a left hand. He's down again. It's over. It's all over. And it wasn't even close. There you go. Remember when they used to have big fights in Atlantic City all the time? Boy, have things yeah. changed. Uh, we don't have big fights there anymore. 91, Mavericks' Roy Tarpley becomes the seventh player to be banned from the NBA for life under the league's anti-drug agreement. 2000, Mets beat the Cardinals to go to the series. 2003, the Aaron Boone homer. Yankees beat the Sox in seven. That's why he's the manager today. 2004, Leo Messi made his debut for Barcelona. He was 17. White Sox made the World Series in 05. Giants beat the Cardinals in 2014. There you go. Unbelievable. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 